This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. Your host, Marquis Vandemark, here today. It's an absolutely beautiful day in the Midwest. Deep in the heart, we have blue skies, very nice weather, Hurricane Ida just passed through Louisiana and up the coast. Yesterday was a very windy day. Today is absolutely crystal clear, beautiful weather. I remember these days when I was very young and it's very nice, very beautiful to see. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. We're very happy to have you here with us and I have an excellent show, I believe, set up for you today. A very important topic today, very serious but I want you to take the time to listen to its entirety because I'm going to take you through some very important steps in education so you'll understand exactly what's going on in America when it comes to politics and how the Chinese Communist Party is working to, how shall I say this, take over the United States of America to subvert us, to influence our political elections, to endorse their candidates in ways that may not fit with the American ideal. So I want you to listen today. I have a 22-minute audio dialogue that's going to take you step-by-step the methodology, the techniques, the individuals that are working right now in North Carolina to flip that state, and they've already achieved some very significant milestones. So take the time to listen to it more than once. Understand, we'll watch this, we'll listen to this video, and then we'll talk about it on the backside. It's about 22 minutes, but it's very detailed. But you'll learn some very important lessons. You'll understand very clearly how these things work. And then we're going to need some action takers down in North Carolina to push back on what's going on down there. It's a little bit disturbing, but it's the truth. And we'll go through it together. So let's take this time right now. We're going to jump right into the video. And we'll talk a little bit more about it on the backside. So here we go. Welcome to Counterpunch with Trevor Loudon, the show that uncovers the unfolding world communist revolution, particularly in reference to the main enemy of communism, the United States of America. Please like the show, share the show, pass it round. We've got a world to win back and we don't have much time. Today I'm going to focus on the great state of North Carolina on the American eastern seaboard. 
North Carolina is a big target for the left to boast the Communist Party of China and its minions operating at grassroots level in the country. There are a couple of reasons for this. For a start, the Triangle area has fantastic universities, cutting edge research. It's a great place to recruit spies and to steal information and technology for the Chinese Communist Party. Straight at political level, North Carolina is sort of a swing state. It is a Republican-leaning state, but it currently has a Democrat governor, which makes it pretty tough for the conservatives in the state to get anything done. And it is a large black and minority population that will vote Democrat if it's motivated to vote and can be used to flip the state and move it permanently into the blue column. And if that happens, it would be very, very difficult for any Republican to ever win the presidency of the United States. Now, there's a pattern for this. This is part of a much bigger program. I've spoken before about new Virginia majority in the neighboring state. Now, they were set up about 2005, and their goal was to flip Virginia from the red column, from the Republican column, which it was strongly in, and to, to the blue column, the Democrat column, which it now is pretty much consolidated. And this was done with a lot of hard work. New Virginia majority, which was set up by a pro-Chinese Communist Party called Liberation Road. It used to be called Freedom Road Socialist Organization, but it changed its name recently to Liberation Road. And that's what I will refer it to um, from now on, just to save confusion. They signed up 300,000 minority voters in the state, and they also worked with Terry McAuliffe to legalize and give voting rights back to 200,000 Virginia felons. That is what flipped the state. Now, they were successful because New Virginia Majority was using very sophisticated GIS computer maps. And they could tell you every precinct in the state, the populations, the minorities that live there, the income levels, voting patterns. So they could send Iranian volunteers into Iranian areas. They could send Puerto Rican volunteers into Puerto Rican areas. So a very sophisticated operation. And uh, those maps were actually generated by a Liberation Road communist called Steve McClure, a graduate of the geography department of George Mason University, who's been generating those maps for the last 10 years out of the geography department of Wuhan University, China. So the Chinese flipped Virginia and that new Virginia majority boasted in an op-ed in the New York Times that they flipped the state. Didn't mention they were pro-Chinese communists, but they boasted they flipped the state. And this is the model for North Carolina, but not just North Carolina, for Georgia, for Arizona, for Florida, Tennessee. The goal of the communists, the American pro-Chinese communists, is to flip the South to the Democratic Party. They call the South the New Confederacy. They say that it is the stronghold of the Republican Party and of conservative Christianity. And if the left can flip two or three or four southern states, that will destroy the Republican Party as a nationwide party and guarantee democratic control over this country forever going forward. And the Democratic Party is way more friendly to the Chinese Communist Party than are some elements of the Republican Party. There's some bad elements in the GOP in the Republican Party, but by and large, you have a lot of people in the Republicans who do not trust the Communist Party of China, and quite rightly so. So what are they doing in North Carolina? What's their model there? 
Well, in recent years, Liberation Road communists have moved people into the state, into the Triangle area and to Durham. Durham has got the large black population. The Triangle area has got lots of students. And they're key demographics for, for their operation. They're, they're potential Democrat voters. There's been a Maoist network operating in North Carolina for decades, right since the 1970s, when the New American Movement and the Communist Workers' Party were very active in Greensboro and other cities in the state. In Durham, some of those groups morphed into a group called the Durham People's Alliance, sometimes just called the People's Alliance. And this is a voter registration civic activism group that endorses candidates and gets involved in elections and has been working in Durham for some years. And it's been, in recent years, it's been pretty heavily infiltrated by members of Liberation Road, serving on its board, etc. And so in more recent times, Liberation Road set up another group in Durham called Durham for All. You know, in Memphis, they've got Memphis for All. In um, Richmond, Virginia, they have Richmond for All. They have Florida for All. They're setting up a San Diego for All. These are Liberation Road front groups. Now, Durham for All has also worked now with more organizations down home North Carolina, which is another one of their front groups, which is targeting more rural communities. They also have the Forsyth County Freedom Federation, Guilford for All, the New Hanover for All in New Hanover County. And they all these groups all come under the banner of a new group called the Carolina Federation. So this is an umbrella group that unites all of these voter registration organizations, these activist groups under one umbrella, focusing their efforts into flipping the state uh, blue, turning the state to the Democrats. I wanna list some of the key activists involved in this process. The first one is Sendolo Diamana. He is the head of the Carolina Federation, former head of Durham for All, a former school board member in Durham, and also now a current board member of the Durham People's Alliance. This guy is a very, very active communist. The former general secretary of the Freedom Road Socialist Organization when it went by that name. Durham County, Guilford County, New Hanover County, and Forsyth County, um, and those are spread out across the center part of our state and the eastern part of our state. Um, and then we have partners like Down Home North Carolina, um, who was having conversations specifically in small town and rural counties, which are a critical part um, as we are looking at these elections. Uh, if we're not moving people in those places, having real connecting conversations that transform who they're understanding as the real opponents in this moment and who they're understanding as their real allies, we're not going to make it happen just by talking to the people who already agree with us. Um, we have to be engaging both uh, working class folks of color and the folks of color and white folks and working people in rural and small towns. Like that whole range of people who we need to be engaging. And then of course, we also had allies who were focusing um, almost exclusively in uh, suburban neighborhoods, et cetera. But our organization actually had the full range um, in terms of the people who we're trying to talk to because we think if we're gonna govern society, we need to be talking to everybody and we need to be thinking about what does it take to build a majority and how do we build uh, strategies and stories that can build that majority right now. So we were talking to a whole range of people.
Next one, Brian Prophet. He is the leader of the Durham Association of Educators, the Durham Teachers Union, also very senior in the North Carolina Association of Educators. And he's a Liberation Road communist. He helped to turn the teachers of North Carolina into a voting bloc and a much more militant force. So he's involved in elections as well. Now, then there's Aidan Graham, also of the Carolina Federation, formerly with Durham for All and formerly a board member of the Durham People's Alliance. Now, he is now the campaign chairman of the North Carolina AFL-CIO. So what he's doing, he's working for the North Carolina union movement to mobilize as many people as they can, union members, targeted communities for the Democratic Party. So again, involved in elections. Now, Aidan Graham works very closely with Mary B. McMillan. She is the president of the North Carolina AFL-CIO. Now, she, I don't know if she's a Liberation Road member. She's very close to some of their front groups. But here's a picture of her from 2016 in California um, with a big People's World banner behind her. That is the newspaper of the Communist Party USA. And like Liberation Road, this is a pro-Chinese communist organization, and the two groups work very closely together. Next one up, Whitney Maxey. She serves on the executive committee of Liberation Road. She is a leading communist. She is now leading the campaigns for Durham for All. Previously, she worked in Florida and then in Tennessee, where she worked in Memphis for All, which is working to mobilize the black populations of Memphis, Tennessee, to flip um, statewide elections in that state. Here is Aaron Gamal. He's a major organizer with the Carolina Federation, ex-Durham for All. He went to Cuba in 2017 with his Liberation Road comrade, Aidan Graham. Now, Bennett Carpenter. This man is a self-proclaimed communist, very close to Liberation Road, though I don't know 100% that he is a member. I very strongly suspect he is. Was very active in Durham for All in the leadership committee of that organization. He now works for Lead North Carolina, that is an organization set up specifically to train uh, minority candidates to, to win elections in the state. So again, this is the Liberation Road pattern. You get involved with the minority communities and you activate them and you move them and you get them voting Democrat in big numbers. This is how they intend to flip the state. Another one, Salma Mirza. Liberation Road comrade, longtime activist in Durham for All, spent a bit of time away in Austin, Texas, working in politics there, but now she's back on her home turf. Now, she is a campaign manager for Empower Change. That is an organization set up to target Muslim communities, move them to the left. It was established by Linda Sarsour, the famous Muslim radical from New York, who is a very active member of, of America's largest Marxist organization, Democratic Socialists of America, which has a lot of crossover membership with Liberation Road. The two groups are allied. So Salma Mirza is working the Muslim communities of North Carolina to get them out voting for the Democratic Party. Now, have they had any impact? 
Well, yes. The main goal for a start was to really take control of Durham. They mounted a campaign, uh, the 10K mobilisation campaign, to get 10,000 activists working in Durham to really take control of that city, to energise the black communities, take control of the council, take control of the local positions, you know, sheriff, county commission, school board, etc. And they've had a lot of success. They've particularly had success on the Durham, North Carolina City Council. They pretty much control it. Two organisations, the Durham People's Alliance and Durham for All, have basically put almost every serving member of the City Council in their seats. And they call in favours. And this gives uh, these radical organisations access to city, city money, access to city facilities, it gives them a lot of advantages. Taking over a city and basically running a city is a great way to build a base to take over a whole state. In recent years, these groups have put on the city council, Javiera Caballero, she's a Durham for All supporter, endorsed by the Durham Association of Educators. They elected Gillian Johnson, who served as mayor for a short time. She was a former Durham for All board member, very close to Liberation Road over several years. They also elected Charlie Reese, a former secretary of the Durham People's Alliance. He was endorsed by the Durham People's Alliance, Durham for All, the Durham Association of Educators, and of course, the North Carolina AFL-CIO. They've also helped to elect the mayor, Steve Shaw. Now he's an old student radical from way back. Steve Shaw was endorsed by Durham for All and a little while back in 2016, he was given an award by the Durham People's Alliance. It was called Got The People's Award, Progressive Champions. And he won that award. So he's really in their camp as well. He's really part of their orbit. Another city councillor, Deirdreana Freeman, former member of the Durham People's Alliance Board, a Durham for All supporter. Until recently, you had Vernetta Alston, a former board member of the Durham People's Alliance. And she was replaced up by an appointment of the other city councillors by a man called Pierce Freelon. Well, he's been hanging around, you know, Durham for All and the Liberation Road people for a long time. And he was appointed to fill Vernetta Alston's seat after a lot of pressure from the Durham People's Alliance and similar organisations. The year before his appointment, he was in China uh, keynoting a big cultural festival there in, in Chengdu. So a little bit of a Chinese connection there. Statewide, the Carolina Federation and Durham for All have supported the Democratic ticket from top to bottom. Local county commissions, uh, school boards, etc. But all of the, the main, you know, Commissioner of Agriculture, Attorney General, all of these positions, and particularly Governor and a US Senate. Now, the US Senate is particularly important, you know, Right now, the Senate is evenly balanced. You've got 50 Republicans, you've got 48 Democrats plus two independents who caucus with the Democrats. Uh, Bernie Sanders uh, of Vermont and Angus King of Maine. And that tie is broken by Vice President Kamala Harris. And I've, of course, talked about Kamala Harris's Maoist background in previous um, counterpunch shows. So 
in the tw- in last year, Durham Fraud put a lot of effort into trying to flip North Carolina. They tried to take out the moderate Republican senator, Tom Tillis, and replace him with Cal Cunningham, who was a sort of, le- you know, sort of a moderate business-leaning Democrat candidate, young, photogenic sort of guy. And Tom Tillis was not particularly popular amongst the conservative base. He's regarded as a very moderate, very middle-of-the-road Republican and didn't really inspire a lot of enthusiasm. And so Cal Cunningham had a very good chance of winning. And if he won, the Democrats would have had a 51-49 majority in the Senate, and they could have done almost anything they wanted to. That was a very critical situation. So Durham for All, Carolina Federation, backed Cal Cunningham with everything they could, and it looked like he was going to win, but he got in a little bit of a sexting scandal in the last few days of the campaign, and he just lost They couldn't even decide it on election night. It took several days to decide the seat, but he lost and Tom Tillis was restored. But it wasn't for lack of trying, but from the communists. They tried to take down that seat. Now, you need to understand, you know, the the communists are very strategic. They understand elections. They understand the balance of power. So they're always trying to elect Democrats. This is the big reason they're trying to get Washington, D.C. made into a state because then it will have two more senators. And Washington, D.C. is hard left. So you'll have two left-wing senators from Washington, D.C., which will make it virtually impossible for the Republicans to ever control the U.S. Senate again. This is the kind of thing they do. So it's very natural they should be involved in this Senate election in North Carolina. It's strategic. A few hundred votes could decide the whole balance of power in the nation from an anti-Communist Party of China, President Trump, to a pro Communist Party of China, President Biden. That's the difference a few hundred votes could make. So they were involved in that election. Didn't win it, thankfully. But they did win the governor's race. Now, Roy Cooper was first elected a Democrat in a conservative state in 2016, and he was re-elected in 2020 with the endorsement of Durham for All and the Carolina Federation. They campaigned hard for him. They like him. You know, Roy Cooper... He ordered all of the Confederate statues in North Carolina taken down. Have we seen a rash of this lately? Statues being pulled down by radicals? Well, that's Liberation Road and the Workers' World Party. These are pro-Chinese communists ripping down the statues with block and tackle and ropes all across the South. But I'm sure they're very happy with him for other reasons too, because Roy Cooper is very friendly to the interests of communist China, more so than most governors. Now, he's very, uh, very active with the China Carolina Council, which is, d- facilitates a lot of exchanges between Chinese businesses and American businesses, Chinese academia, American academia, etc. You know, it's part of the Chinese communist operation, basically, and it's run largely by Chinese nationals. And Roy, Roy Cooper is very friendly to this group. He's always having meetings with Chinese officials. He's... Um, always you know blessing delegations for instance he blessed he endorsed a delegation that went from durham north carolina to changsa in hunan province china to start up a sister city relationship so you know anything to increase the ties between the united states and china and of course the liberation road communists just love this kind of thing that's what they're here to do they're here to give china an avenue to exert its influence in this country That is their job.
In 2017, Roy Cooper was very influential in bringing the Triangle Tire Company into Edgecombe County. And this is a big employer, lots of work, you know, and you can understand that. But people need to realize that bringing Chinese companies into your county or your state is like bringing the mafia into your community. Yes, you can make some money, but there's going to be a lot of corruption that goes with it. There'll be spies and influence peddlers. Every major Chinese business is affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party or the People's Liberation Army or both. This is not like American business that that hopefully works independently from the government. Chinese business and Chinese government are like that. You do not get big in business in China unless you cooperate with the Chinese Communist Party. So by bringing this big company into North Carolina, you basically brought the Chinese Communist Party into the state. This is only one of many initiatives that, that Roy Cooper has been involved in. Roy Cooper is also very close to a, a North Carolina Democrat activist called John Wei. He is a Chinese national, been living in North Carolina for some time, very influential, very much a mixer, you know, very much involved in the Democratic Party and, you know, getting influence in the, in the state. And he's been appointed to a couple of state boards by, by Cooper. You know, his, uh, Cooper's wife, the First Lady, Kristen Cooper, gave John Way an award at a 2017 event. He gave him a, a Top 10 Outstanding Citizens Award at an event in a gala sponsored by the North Carolina State Confucius Institute. Now, the Confucius Institute is an arm of the Communist Party of China. It sets up in universities all over the country, in this case, North Carolina State University, where they use their influence and their money to silence anti-Communist Party of China sentiment and spread Chinese influence around the local area. So John Wei is involved in that and the Cooper family are involved in this. So it's no surprise that the Liberation Road people would want to re-elect Mr. Cooper, because he's a friend of their friend. He's a friend of China, and Liberation Road is also a friend of the Communist Party of China. So I'm hoping this will give you a bit more understanding of what is happening in this critical state. I've done this program for my friends in North Carolina so they can take action, they can understand what they're up against, they can understand the stakes. But these same principles are being applied all over America, all over the world. Wherever the Communist Party of China is involved, they are working with lo local left-wing activists to flip the politics in your state, your county, your country to some that are more friendly to the Communist Party of China. So giving the Communist Party of China access to your country at any level is going to have openly or covertly a big impact on your politics and not in the right direction. So I hope this has been interesting. I hope it's been a little bit enlightening, if a little bit scary. Please share this show, spread it around North Carolina to every activist you can find, Republican, Democrat, they all need to know this. And please like the show, tell your friends about us, get the word out there. So thanks very much for watching. God bless America and God bless every one of you. Thanks so much. Okay, there you go. Now, if that doesn't get your blood boiling... You better check your pulse because that was pretty frightening. If you're an American and if you believe in America and you see how things are done to make America 
a country that no longer exists, then we need to be alert. We need to know what's going on. And we need to get organized to push back. Otherwise, we won't have an America anymore. So we got to give some big kudos for Trevor Loudon from Epoch Times with his counterpunch expose on what's happening in North Carolina and how the Communist Party of China is wielding their influence to affect the elections in that state. They've pretty much, pretty much, pretty close to have completely dominated the political landscape, especially in Durham with all the communists that have been elected into the city council, how they almost affected the Senate race. Tom Tillis almost lost to Cal Cunningham, and only by the grace of God, Cal Cunningham was involved in a sexting scandal in the last minute. Thank God for that. Otherwise, the Democratic Party right now would have carte blanche to pass all their radical agendas. So if you live in North Carolina, you need to get active. The Democratic Party, the activists down there, the communists, they're working on very detailed methods and ways in which they can affect the politics. If you'd like to send me your name and address, we'll connect you with people in that area. You can reach out to me at Marquise, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S, at AffirmAmerica.com. Send me your name and information, and we'll get you connected down there if you want to be involved as an activist. It's very important that we have citizens' action. Durham for All, the Liberation Road, these are all communist organizations. North Carolina is a very important state, and the entire South is too. And there's a full frontal attack that's going after our political system by the CCP. So I wanted to bring this video to you. I hope you'll watch it again, share it with your friends. Study it, understand it, because it's not just North Carolina, as Trevor had mentioned, but it's coming to your own city and state, wherever you live. So we need to be organized. We need to be able to stand up, speak out. Everything from critical race theory in the schools, running for school boards, to our political systems. There's just too much at stake. We can't just sit around, not do anything, be oblivious. We need to find out and educate ourselves. So a couple resources. Go to the Settlement Project, sp12.org. There's lots of content there. Read, share, learn. Also, you can subscribe to AffirmAmerica.com. We have some content there on our website. You can give us your 
email address. We'll keep you informed of activities, actions that need to be addressed in areas that we feel are important. Also, subscribe to my podcast channel. Put your email address in there. When a new episode comes out, you'll be notified. So I wanted to bring this message to you today. It's a serious message, but it's an important one that we all listen and learn. Because these are extraordinary times. And there's a lot at stake. As an American, we have a responsibility to our founding fathers and the principles of our Constitution. They gave us our freedoms and liberties that we all enjoy here in America and around the world. So again, I thank you for watching our podcast today. Again, my name is Marcus Vandemark. I am the host for Affirm America. God bless you. We'll see you next time. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.